This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Before I get into the program quickly, I just wanted to update you on a couple of things I saw this week as I was doing my research. Uh, the search results uh, online for anything have become a real issue, trying to research stuff. As I pointed out, I think in the last podcast, there's been a, a YouTube uh, creator that has demonstrated how the Google page results are down to like 40 pages now or something. You know, It'll tell you, oh yeah, there's a billion results, but you get to see a few hundred of them. And they all seem to agree with Google's stated um, political ideology. Let's put it that way. And I find the same thing happening in, you know, when I research these uh, UFO stories. I mean, you got to go through 25 pages of debunkers to find anything that's even remotely clear to just a simple report. It's getting really disheartening, to be honest with you. And then to make matters worse, I came across an article. I posted it somewhere, I think, a connection. Anyway, now Google has what they call pre-bunking. Well, if they're telling you about it, then they've already done it for a long time. So what they what they explain is that by pre-bunking, you just pick any item, and I'll just say UFOs. And so Google will uh, generate search leads. For all we know, they're probably generating the content that uh, puts the storyline out there that they want out there. You know, UFOs are... Uh, Either, either there's some man-made contraption, either they're just uh, imaginations of, uh, of uh, you know, mentally unbalanced people, or perhaps, just perhaps, uh, they're aliens from some distant galaxy that are here to help us deal with uh, global warming. Oh, I mean climate change. You know, one of those three narratives. They call it pre-bunking because they have decided that if they can put an idea in somebody's head before they hear a, a a controversial slash conspiracy theory, what we like to call the truth or simple observation. If they can, if they can uh, get to that person before they hear the truth or a you know a countering idea, then they can almost set their mind in stone so that they're inoculated against the conspiracy theory. I think that's how they put it. If that's not disturbing enough, they go on to say that experimenters, who knows, undoubtedly some think tank, university, whatever, what's the difference, has run experiments and found out that by using animated characters such as Bart Simpson, they could actually increase uh, exponentially the effects of their pre-bunking efforts. Now that's weird because, you know, every time one of these uh, world events happens, somebody always finds... uh, they go back four or five years and find a Bart Simpson cartoon talking about it before it happened. You know, remember Trump, 9-11, all this kind of stuff. You can find a, you can find a Simpson cartoon uh, basically leaving cookie crumbs to the event 5, 10, 15 years before it happens. That's weird. So the idea that they're using Bart Simpson to pre-bunk 
things they don't agree with, I found it to be kind of disturbing, actually. So that's where I was at, just doing my research this week. And, you know, I, I, I suppose keep that in mind when you're out there doing your own research. Because just because it comes up on a Google, on a Google search engine, and pretty much the entire internet is a Google search engine. You really can't find any other company, unless maybe you're paying money for it, to do uh, any kind of a you know casual search where you can just look at recent articles. You just it just it just regurgitates the same stuff over and over again. It may get to the point where you have to go back, you know, to the old days where you're just getting your information out of magazines or newsletters or whatever. It's it's almost to the point where uh, big media, YouTube, Google, all these guys have made uh, the internet unusable as a research tool. Now, with all that in mind, I came across this article from The Sun. I thought it was kind of interesting because it could be debunking, or excuse me, pre-bunking. It says, Black Project Hunt for Mysterious UFO Black Triangles that buzzed Britain for years that could be top-secret hypersonic U.S. weapons. Well, first, before we even get into the article, if they were hypersonic, wouldn't they leave a sonic boom? I don't know. Secondly, we're all aware, probably, of the giant black triangle that was uh, recorded over Phoenix. I believe that was 1997, maybe. I remember the governor and their fight, Simonton, came out, with that, and, and he had somebody come out on stage with that idiotic uh, alien costume and made a big joke out of everything. And then later on, he came out and said, no, no, you know, this is a, this is a for real thing. some point we have to hold people accountable for behavior like that at some point we have to demand real answers from the people that are supposed to be our politicians so this article doesn't surprise me that they're trying to write off the whole black triangle phenomena as uh, just another top secret weapon from the US it starts off it says UFO shaped like mysterious black triangle or diamonds have been repeatedly spotted flying over Britain and Europe. The objects were intercepted by fighter jets in Belgium, tracked by a NATO radar traveling at incredible speeds, and one potentially even crashed at an RAF base. Now, when they say intercepted by fighter jets in Belgium, I think that's a bit of an exaggeration. These things were observed by fighter jets. At no point did these fighter jets ever present a threat to these things. Let's just be honest. That would be like saying, uh, you know, your chihuahua intercepted a wolf. So th- that's that's the first clue to me. goes on and says, Shapes in the sky appear to have menaced the airspace over northern Europe for the better part of a decade, and there, has still, and, and there has still been no answers as to what they may have been. Now, here, here you see they're kind of doing a little bit of a setup. Menaced. Well, how did they menace the airwaves? Was there uh, collisions? Were they doing something to the environment that hurt people? To me, it looks like, wow, here's this object or thing, whatever it is, it is so much bigger and far advanced to us that it doesn't seem to uh, care about observing us right in the middle of what we're doing. Kind of like we would be, I suppose, uh, walking into our garage to get something 
and uh, we menace the flies and gnats that are running around, maybe. M maybe that's how they view us. Not significant. So I'm not sure about the word menace. It, <clears throat> it is still a genuine mystery. These triangle sightings in the 80s and 90s are significant, but still unexplained. From Ministry of Defense UFO investigator Nick Pope told The Sun Online, I've got a big problem with Nick Pope, okay? As far as going to him for a UFO as a UFO uh, authority, remember he worked for the for the Ministry of Defense. That's the MOD. So that's like saying you work for maybe like you know the Pentagon in the U.S. You can watch videos with Nick Pope, and he will tell you that there's things that he saw while working in the MOD that he can't talk about. And so I don't get using these guys, even like even like. Uh, um, Oh, the guy that that's uh, Tom DeLonge's buddy that supposedly ran the UTIP and all this. You know, DeLonge points out that he had has to go in regularly every three months still and take a polygraph test. The, these guys that work for these big alphabet agencies, they never quit. If you're having to go back into your old employer and take a polygraph test every three months because you've seen high-level stuff then I really can't count on you for a candid opinion of something. So every time they quote Louis Alejandro, whatever his name is, that's who I'm thinking of, every time they, they do a quote from Nick Pope, they should have to say, this guy worked for the MOD. He might know something, probably does know something, that he's not allowed to tell us because he'd have to spend the rest of his life in prison if he did. Okay, so we're past that. Was it all an elaborate hoax? An example of mass panic, alien spacecraft, repeated misidentification, or conventional planes, or perhaps top-secret U.S. technology. Britain always denied it was aware of any experiment, experimental U.S. aircraft operating in its airspace, but declassified documents show Whitehall feared it was being kept in the dark by the Americans. Mr. Pope added, the 80s and 90s are mark, marked the, highest, the height of world wide wave of sightings of triangular and diamond-shaped UFOs. The civil servant who joined the MOD in 1992 and worked on Whitehall until 2004 said the situation reached near hysteria behind closed doors, with many being confused and conflicted over their reports. He said the similarities between many of the sightings had been spooky, with mystery aircraft able to accelerate at speeds many times faster than conventional jets. And this was coming to us from people in the Air Force and pilots, not just wide-eyed witnesses, the investigator added. Now, I just want to include, and I've talked about this before on the, on the podcast, but if you're a new listener, you probably haven't heard. I actually did have a sighting of one of these things. A friend and I were coming home one night, late, we're out messing around, and I had seen a few... And this has probably been back in, I don't know, maybe the late 2010s, 12, 13, in there somewhere. We were coming back, and I seen one. I could see this light. It was a full moon out that night, and I could see this you know, this triangle shape moving toward us. As I recall, it did have like a red light on it or something, but you could make it out up against the, the backlight of the moon. The moon was really bright that night. And it was going slow. It was about the size, I mean, I don't know, you, it's hard to judge uh, altitude, but it, it looked like it was, you know, up there a ways, I suppose, but not like 
uh, so distant like a jetliner, say, where it's just a little spot in the sky. But you could clearly make this thing out. It was a, clearly a triangle-shaped, and I don't know, if I had to guess, I'd say it's maybe the size of a car. Or one and a half times the size of a car, something like that. But it wasn't moving... It wasn't moving super fast, of course, but it did cover a pretty good distance, so, you know, hard to say. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. My buddy started to look at his driver's side window, and he could see it too. And he's like, that's not right. It's not moving fast enough. That thing cannot, cannot stay airborne like that. He got so mesmerized by it. And this is a non-UFO believer, believe me. We pull over along the side of this highway, and we stop. And this thing just keeps flying right toward us, right over us, and he's watching it, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, yeah, this thing is not going anywhere near fast enough for something to be, like that, there's not a propeller on it, it doesn't, it's not making any noise, you know, if it's some kind of a jet, it should be going way faster than that, given the altitude it's at. Finally, it comes right over the top of us, we're looking directly up at it, and it doesn't, it, I would say it almost comes to a stop. It's almost like it's just standing there, but it just turned. It just made it just made a right angle turn, boom, and headed north, and and that was it. And just and just went on its way like no big deal, at a speed that was not fast enough to keep a vehicle like that, which didn't have a propeller on it, in the air. It was the weirdest thing you've ever seen. It, my friend really couldn't process. What had just happened, I don't think. But I'd seen it before, so I was aware of how they operated. Now, whether that was man-made or whether that was something that was not from here, I don't know. It seems really weird to me, though, that it would just happen to come directly toward us and just happen to make a right turn right over our heads, you know, maybe maybe four or 5,000 feet, maybe a couple thousand feet up in the air. I don't know. Not that far away because you could make out the shape of it still very well. What's the odds that that thing would just be going directly toward us? That 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 we were right in its flight path. That would just—it was almost like it was demonstrating what it could do. So I don't. Whatever these things are, I ha, I I hesitate to believe that they're anything that we have at, on some level, simply because when I look around at how things are going in the world. When I look around at the kind of people that run the country, not just our country, but all the countries, and look how they treat people, it almost seems to me that if they had something that advanced, they would they would just fulfill their dream of decarbonizing the world and getting rid of about a billion and a half people. That's what I think. I almost think if they had that kind of power, I think that, that the people in power, at the very, very top, I mean, I'm not even talking about your local senator, politician, whatever, but I'm talking about that very, very top, the ones that we're hearing all this, you know, constantly being told how we're these great, you know, useless eaters. I think that if those people had that kind of power under their control, people like the rest of us would have about 30 minutes left on this planet. So that's why I have a hard time believing that this is any kind of a secret weapon 
or anything like that. Secondly, if they did have this kind of a weapon, if it was in the hands of our adversaries, why aren't they using it? Haven't, haven't, we, haven't we made the Chinese and the Russians angry enough by now that they would, if they had this kind of technology, that they would have already availed themselves of it? So, okay, the article goes on, it says, and one of the most compelling incidents involving these triangles or diamonds is the so-called Calvin photograph. The photograph shows an angular object appearing to be hanging in the sky with a Harrier jet also visible before witnesses claim it jetted into the sky at a high rate of speed. Mr. Pope first revealed the existence of the photo in his 1996 book, Open Skies, Closed Minds, but he says he cannot confirm the veracity of the newly released image, which was released this month after being found in the position of a former RAF press officer. Well, there you go. That's the problem I have with Nick Pope. Nothing against him personally, but he's had a job where he's bound by an oath and by, I'm sure, paperwork that he signed and by the threat of going to prison for the rest of his life that he can't tell us everything he knows. So how can he possibly give us an unbiased opinion? So why even ask him for his opinion? However, the Calvin incident appears to have just been the tip of the iceberg with reports of sightings making it all the way up to the MPs and Lords in Westminster. It says, Mr. Pope told the Sun online, we were either dealing with some sort of secret prototype aircraft or drone, or with something extraterrestrial that was that, that the possibility was seriously discussed, and while never proven, wasn't taken off the table. Well, they've left out one other possibility. These things could be interdimensional. It may be way past extraterrestrial, this idea that something has to come from miles and miles away. It can be it can be from the dimension next door. That's what I'm looking at. He goes on, he says, he went on, he said, we told the press office to tell, or we told the press office to tell journalists that the UFO phenomenon was no defense significance. Well, there you go. There's your Department of Defense, your deep state, working hand in hand with the so-called free press. And if you typed in this, this, you know, occurrence on your Google, uh, Google, Google search engine, you're going to get page after page after page telling you that either it was not true, either it's been debunked, or that it was some kind of a top secret program. But you're going to see little to zero discussion on whether or not this thing is extraterrestrial or interdimensional and what kind of a real threat it poses to us. He says, he went on, we told the press office to tell journalists that the UFO phenomenon was of no defense significance. But behind closed doors in Whitehall, myself and some of my colleagues were extremely concerned and worked hard to resolve the issue. We never did. The, the MOD closed down its UFO office in 2009, and since, this has main, and since this has maintained, they have no interest in the phenomena, despite renewed interest, intense interest in the U.S. Well, actually, what's happening in the U.S. is you have some... Uh, Congress people and Senate, people in the Senate that are interested in this stuff are probably starting to get just a tiny glimmer because I don't think I don't think very many of them are that bright, but they're probably just starting to realize that they don't hold any significant power. They may have the power to torment their political opponents like they did with Trump down in Mar-a-Lago. Might build Riddy's house. Might be able to go through his wife's clothes. Uh, you might be able to lock people up. 
because they walked inside an open building in January. You might be able to deplatform people because they talk about a certain uh, virus that occurred a couple years ago and all the craziness that went with it. But the real power is held by people we don't elect. And I think our elected officials, because they're not very bright, are just now beginning to realize this. And they're hoping that maybe now if they get some kind of disclosure that they can take back some of that power that they thought they had. The fact is, is that the intense interest in this is not being expressed by the deep state, the U.S. military, the, you know, national security, any of these guys. If they are, they, if they could be intensely interested, but if they're not intensely interested with sharing any of that knowledge with anybody else, because we all know knowledge is power. Now it goes on, it says, We were fighting against some who just wanted the problem to go away, so we had to tread carefully. Mr. Pope says there was no catch-all exploration for the flurry of sightings and added, there is nothing mutually, there's nothing mutually exclusive about, about extraterrestrials and secret prototype aircraft. You there's nothing mutually exclusive about extraterrestrials and secret prototype aircraft. You can have both. Now, I think that's just a line of BS myself. You know, secret programs. Like I said, the thing I saw that night, floating over the rest, making a right-hand turn, doing, doing things that are physically impossible as we know it. The UFO that I personally spotted back in... 2012, I guess it's been now. There's not that thing was not made by human hands. The way that it, the way that it changed in shape and size as it came up out of that, out of that, you know, ditch along the side of the road as it went over the top of me. It, it was some sort of AI-driven thing, I think, uh, trying to collect information from the environment and using that to form some sort of 3D shape, shape that it thought would make sense to my mind. This clum clumsy attempt at camouflage, I would guess. This, this kind of stuff, and, and not just me. The reportings that are seen by hundreds and hundreds of people, that all all of these, uh, the, and on top of that, the connection between the UFOs and the paranormal, this is not, uh, this is not top secret program stuff. Still fighters, sure. They've done some cool stuff with that. We know that. We know that they've used uh, high-level physics to build these things. That's a completely different animal than what we're talking about. Something that, something the size of a car or a, or a, or a, or, or a football field and suspended, uh, you know, in midair for a half hour. Not normal. It goes on and finishes up here. It says, and Pope says there was no catch-all explanation for the flurry of sightings. And added, there was nothing mutually exclusive about extraterrestrials and secret prototype aircraft. You can have both. And he explained how both the U.S. and the U.K. ended up asking each other if they were testing secret prototype aircraft, a row which left the U.S. Air Force chief at the time incandescent with rage. But he said, while some sightings could have been secret advanced aircraft, there were many others which remain a genuine mystery. Scotland and the North Sea seem to be at the center of this flurry of sightings during the late 80s and early 90s. It has been speculated that RAF Mac, hmm, 
macaronish, which was used by the U.S. Americans during the Cold War, could have been a base for highly advanced experimental aircraft, often dubbed the Aurora. The Aurora is a triangle-shaped aircraft designed for incredibly high speed reconnaissance, hitting hypersonic speeds of 6,000 miles per hour. The aircraft has never been definitely proved to exist, and no such project has been public has been public by the Pentagon. RAF Macronashish is a highly isolated base on the tip of Kintry Peninsula and has a 10,000-foot-long runway and has an emergency landing site for the space shuttle. And in the night and in the 1960s has been designated Naval Aviation Weapons Facility, which with its mission to store classified weapons. It says U.S. forces moved out of the base in 1995. The base was around 150 miles from the location where the Calvine photograph was taken in 1990. So could the base have been at the center of the Black Triangle story, and could the shape at Calvine have been the Aurora or another top-secret experimental aircraft? Mr. Pope told the Sun Online he could not go into detail regarding the base due to the official secret act, but he said it was a perfect location in the if the U.S. didn't want to test an experimental aircraft over if the U.S. Did, not, did want to test an experimental aircraft over the Atlantic. Elsewhere, sources told the Scotsman in 1992 that an RFA aircraft controller detected an unexplained blip emerging from RAF Macron Hainish. The source recorded the object moving at three times the speed of sound, so the air controller contacted the base. He was allegedly told to forget what he had witnessed and not mention it to, <clears throat> not mention it again. And another separate report states a high-speed blip was detected over the North Sea by a radar station at Prestwick. It was reported to RAF Buchan only for the base to deny all knowledge of of any aircraft in the area. The article was also has also reported other sources claiming to have heard an unusual ear-splitting jet noise being heard nine miles from Macronatius. A mysterious fast-moving shape in the sky has been scaring sheep in the mole of Kentry, reported the Sunday Telegraph in 1992. And the article goes on a little ways from there. What you can see happening here in this article is they, you have the hook, okay? They talk about the giant black triangles, which we are which we are aware of. They show uh, a uh, animated image of a black triangle suspended in the sky with these two fire blades underneath of it. They give you a little bit of black uh, background in it, and then they spend about two and a half pages talking about airplanes that go six thousand miles an hour in secret U.S. Air Force base Air Force bases in the U.K. To me, this is classic pre-bunking what's going on here. They're trying to group all of the UFO sightings together, okay? The ones that we have reported, uh, these giant objects suspended, levitating in the sky, clearly not something man-made, and they want to, they want to just co-opt all those sightings in with these high-speed sightings that people, that people have seen that may very well be some sort of military aircraft. So when you go through these articles, I would just say, sort the wheat from the shaft. Because there's usually some good information in them, but then the further you get into the article, the more you, the more time you invest in it, the more you find that they're trying to do a very uh, backhanded, slow-end debunking, or what I would even call pre-bunking job on you.
It's getting complicated out there, folks. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Hey, stop by the the YouTube site, UFO Warning. Got some stuff posted. and Take a look around. I try to put up some pictures of some of the stuff we go over here if I can. I did, I did a story on the YouTube channel on some cattle mutilations that happened in Missouri back in 2012, 2013 area. Um, you, can, you can watch the video on that. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder.